Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master. It's really great to have you here. Uh, Just a brief explanation before we get into the podcast in earnest. Uh, I've taken the MP3 from my YouTube uh, videos that I've done over the last few years and created them into podcast form. Now, what you'll notice through the podcast is that uh, on my YouTube channel, I clearly refer to articles that I'm showing on the live stream, which of course you're not going to be able to see on this podcast. So do take that as is, but enjoy the podcast nevertheless. Do check out my YouTube channel, ukbitcoinmaster.com. You'll find all the Bitcoin videos I've done to date. And also bitcoininterviews.com is where you'll find all the interviews that I've done with some of the greatest thought leaders in the Bitcoin space since I've been uh, live streaming. Uh, You can also check me out on Twitter, library.tv, BitChute, DTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all at UK Bitcoin Master or forward slash UK Bitcoin Master. Finally, if you enjoy the content, please tweet it out on your Twitter uh, channel so that we can get ears on these podcasts. So thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Well, good evening, all you Bitcoiners. It is Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, back with another video in my series, Bitcoin for Beginners. And as always, on the button, 6 p.m. UK time, uh, every fortnight or every second week, I do a live interview. And today is no different. I'm really excited um, to to be talking to somebody shortly who I'll introduce you to. Um, Today is, where are we? The 5th of September. 2019. It's absolutely crazy where the time is going, but it is. It's flying by at a silly rate of knots. And God, two and a half years since I got into Bitcoin and went down the rabbit hole, and it's just gone in a heartbeat. As always, please like this video, share it, subscribe to the channel, bash the bell button so you get notified. Someone please let me know in the chat if the sound's working okay, uh, because I have had some sound issues uh, recently. Uh, Again, I've had some steamer issues with the last video. So uh, if you are watching this on Catch Up, hopefully you're watching it on Steamit. Give us an upvote and a re-steam. Follow me on Twitter, bitbacker.io, bittubers, at UKBitcoinMaster. Just before we get into the live guest, I've got to do what I always do and pop the disclaimer up. Guys, I don't give financial advice. Don't take any of it as financial advice. None of it is meant as financial advice. It is merely my opinion. And if you're going to buy crypto, buy it with what you can afford to lose and only buy it if you've done your own research. So that's my disclaimer. Um, I want to plug the UKBitcoinMaster.com, which is the Um, site that houses all of the videos I've ever done on YouTube. So do check those out. They'll be in the notes below uh, when the show's finished. But I've also got bitcoininterviews.com where all my live interviews, including this one, will be um, uploaded to. So for those of you that just literally want to go and watch interviews, you can head over there and you can watch the live interviews. 
Uh, I always seem to forget it, but I'm going to say it. I've just started adding the little boxes at the end of the video. So at the end of the video, if you're watching this on Catch Up, you'll see the little boxes appear that will give you these two uh, websites on, uh, which will make it nice and easy if you want to head on over when the video's finished uh, and watch any of those videos. And finally, I don't want tips, but if anybody does want to leave a tip because I don't have the subscribers for Super Chat, head on over to tipping.me. Uh, either from your app on your phone or a browser and you can drop a tip there. I would much prefer you all drop a donation to the cause I will mention at the end of the show. So that is the preliminaries out of the way. Um, my show is for beginners and I've got to blend that with brand new beginners, people not even in the space yet, but also people that might be in the space and want to get a little bit more of an insight into why they should be holding their Bitcoin for the long term, etc, etc. So my, my series of interviews have been really to find out the backgrounds of people that are in the space, some of the major thought leaders um, in the space and this my guess is no different. Um, so basically, I'm going to ask him a series of questions about him and etc, etc. But I'm sure there'll be some layman's terms um, advice he will give to everybody um, that's watching this. So notepads and pens that are ready, do take some notes if you feel the need or any links, etc. But all of his links or any of his links will be um, put up afterwards. So it gives me incredible pleasure to welcome to the show somebody that I saw for the very first time on the Bitcoin Meister show, Adam Meister show, and that is Anders. Anders, I want to say this right, is it Kagard? You're muted, I think. Anders, are you muted? Hold on. Hold on. Are you muted? Yes, I was. <laughs> um, I remember you told me to mute in the beginning with the, when the music was playing or whatever. So I uh, did not mute myself. Uh, yes. Um, in English, you would say Kaga, I think, to make it easy. In Danish, you would say uh, Kako. Oh. Can I use the English version? Is that absolutely? That's that is there to make it easier for you. Oh, fantastic! Well, listen, it's absolutely superb to have you uh, as my special guest uh, this evening um, in the UK. Obviously, early morning where you are. So you're currently in LA, I believe. Obviously, you've just mentioned that you're Danish. Um, so I guess we'll start the interview. Um, um, Anders, if I may, by just tell our audience a little bit about you, maybe what you did before Bitcoin, how it relates to Bitcoin, etc., how you ended up in LA. You know, but I'm sure the audience want to know that. Over to you. Yeah, sure. Uh, first of all, thank you very much for having me. Um, it, it's very much my my pleasure. I love talking Bitcoin <laughs> ever since um, I really properly discovered Bitcoin. We can get into like the the chronology of that or the times of that um, later. But um, OK, so a little bit about myself. I am a an economist of uh, heart and uh, mind and uh, education. <laughs> um, I have a bachelor's and a, um, a, a master's in, in economy. Yep. Um, uh, and uh, it, it's what I really enjoy. Um, I, I think uh, my my personal uh, strength is in, unders in understanding, um, you know, when when things change in society, when when new 
paradigms open up is you know to see what's a winner and what's not a winner. Um, I started working with internet in 1996, where I started my first internet uh, company. Uh, I have worked at uh, uh, Yahoo um, okay. back when ya Yahoo was you know the number one portal in the world. Yep. Um, I worked at uh, Amazon and a couple of other companies. I've had my own online media agency. Um, you don't look I, old I, enough, Anders. Sorry? You don't look old enough. Well, thank you very much, <laughs> Ryan. I really appreciate that. I'll, you know... Um, words like that will definitely make me reappear uh, absolutely <laughs> again. No problem. <laughs> sorry, carry on. Carry no, on. No, 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 sorry. Um, uh, I lived on uh, four different uh, continents, and right now, uh, yeah, I'm here on the fourth. So, um, well, you just caught me having a sit then. So, uh, so with that background, how did you discover Bitcoin? I mean, I got, I got a phone call. You know, and the guy went on for about an hour and three quarters. Elaine, my wife, who's in the chat. Um, uh, Buffy, my daughter's in the chat as well. Great to have you all with us. Zaza, sorry. Rocky's there. Um, Nate Lewis, great to have you with us for the first time. Zach, it's good to see you. Um, sorry. Um, so, Anders, so how did you come across Bitcoin? Because I got a phone call. How did it work yeah. for you? Okay, so um, I don't know if you heard of there's many people that had that um, first time they walk away experience and then second time around um, they they do get it um, unfortunately for me there's a very very big time gap between number one and number um, and the second time that um, I, I came across Bitcoin the first time I, I came across Bitcoin was um, I think it was 4th of July 2011 yep and Bitcoin was fifteen dollars. Afterwards, it went to two dollars and was at two dollars for like a year or something. So it probably looked like a terrible investment back then. But <laughs> I was reading a, 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 an article. I, I clearly remember in a Danish news newspaper online, um, and it described this new money, um, Bitcoin. Uh, but but then. When I got to the part describing about how miners, you know, discovered new coins, yep. um, it, it very, I, I, I can't tell you how much I regret the, the choice of uh, wording for that, because that told me this is a computer game. Yep. Um, you know, it's like you got miners, you know, creating new money. You know, it, that was just clearly... Um, we're not talking about money here. Uh, if it had been, you know, named something like, and the um, um, uh, computers that are securing the network against hacks and also take care of the transactions um, and, um, uh, and uh, are rewarded for that work. And by the way, it's diminishing what they're rewarded with. So it, it has a, a certain cap. If yep. that had been in that article, I, I would have, you know, dived head first into Bitcoin in 2011. Instead, it became, I believe it was the 6th of October um, that I came uh, across Bitcoin for the second time. Now, I didn't come across it um, looking for, you know, investments, anything like that. Uh, actually, I, I came across it because I'm... Um, I was and still am really very skeptical yep. of the current monetary system. I was I was watching a lot of videos about you know 
um, central banks and how nobody really knows who owns, for instance, like the Fed, how they are not audited, you know, um, the fact that the, the most in a, in a so-called capitalist society like the Western world, the most important you know, goods that you have, which in an open economy is meant to be settled by supply and demand, uh, is priced not by the open market forces, but by a communist style committee of, I don't know how many people sit on the board uh, in, in the Fed, but you know, 12 people or whatever it is. Yep. And, and um, uh, I, I, to me, when you look back at the 60s and the amount of wealth, for instance, like uh, there was in the middle class in a country like U.S. and how that has been wiped out since then, despite uh, GDP growth every year, economy expanding every year, yet majority of people are getting poorer and poorer. That is not just because the you know the rich are smarter or they you know it, it's because, in my opinion, the system uh, is is uh, unfair and and to me I was feeling that the answer is in this very important part of the economy which is printing money which essentially is taking value from from anyone who does hold money and we all need to hold certain amount of money which means that every single day, it's not once a year that they print 2% more or 5% more, it's every single day that that printer is running, which, which means every single day value is stolen from the common man. Yep. Um, and, uh, and, and the whole, my skepticism around that led me to a video um, with a guy that, uh, said, you know, was talking also very critical about, for instance, U.S. dollars, and saying that the only, you know, you know, we should have proper money like gold and Bitcoin. Now, gold, I, I knew and you know had an understanding for. Uh, Bitcoin immediately got my attention, and when he spoke about it, I so that, that is that when you heard it. 15, is, is that when you heard it the second time? You heard the name Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, more yeah. than five years later, unfortunately. <laughs> um, anyways, um, like within 10, 15 seconds, because I was so mentally ready for that um, better solution, it totally made sense to me, like immediately. And, and I just uh, deep dived into uh, to Bitcoin, um, understanding it uh, from morning to evening. I not only full-time, let's say double full-time, from when I woke up until I went to bed, I was, you know, uh, you know, watching videos on YouTube, getting different points of view. I was uh, reading up on, on Wikipedia, uh, just doing all the types of research I could to try and understand, actually, and this is, I think, an important point, not only what is Bitcoin, but also what is money, because to truly understand what Bitcoin is, you should first understand what money is. You need to understand what's the difference of currency that is being inflated um, and, and devalued every single year, every yep. single day, as I said before, and, and what money is. Um, and the definition of money, if you look it up in the dictionary, if you look it up in Wikipedia, is um, it, 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 you can store value in it. Now, you can't store value in something that is being deflated, that yep. is... They keep expanding the supply up. 
So it's got to be scarce to be able to be money. So to really probably understand, you know, how great Bitcoin is, you need to understand why a currency is not money. You need to understand what is money. And when you understand what is money, then it's very easy to understand that Bitcoin is the by far the best money the world has ever seen. It's the best medium of exchange the world has ever seen. Once we got, you know, Lightning Network, which is the layer two on top of Bitcoin, um, which may, which has uh, unlimited. You don't need to understand exactly how Lightning Network works, but uh, for beginners, I, I would say what's important is to understand that it gives unlimited uh, transaction uh, capacity. Uh, the fees are uh, next to nothing. They're like one percent of a penny yeah um, now things may change a little bit in the future um, in terms of not transaction capacity because you can just keep about building n nodes in that network um, the fee structure we don't know exactly how that's gonna uh, er uh, develop however if it is very safe which is where we are headed yeah uh, with lightning network if it's very safe to have funds um, in the Lightning Network, on your <laughs> Lightning Network node, wallet, etc., which is connected, uh, then there's very little risk having funds in there. And when there's very less, little risk having funds in there, um, then uh, routing uh, Lightning payments are, are going to be cheap because there's going to be so much capital competing for like, you know, a percent of a percent of a percent of, you know, one Satoshi in a... Um, um, fee for transferring ten thousand dollars or whatever, which is not an amount you should put in Lightning Network currently. No, I put more than fifty dollars on. No, it's still in beta. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's still in beta. Please do not put a lot of money in that. And and by the way, also let me use that as a um, an occasion to say um, I don't give financial advice. This is not financial advice for me. This is only my personal opinion, and you got to do your own research. And um, and uh, make up your own mind. No, um, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I will just pick up. Casso just said, "Don't have any regrets. Bitcoin is still in its early days." I think as we go through the show, I think that will become loud and clear what Anders' views are on where Bitcoin is going. So, uh, Casso, yeah, you're dead right, but just hear the show out, that's for sure. I just want to give a shout out to um, Steel Horses 2004. Great to have you with us there as well, dude. Uh, you're a, a good supporter of the show, so fantastic. So, I mean... And as you've said a fair chunk there, and a lot of what you said, you know, even I don't really understand it. I mean, I've got the basic concept Sorry. of lightning. It's okay. Um, being right. a, a second layer solution so that you don't have to transact actually on the blockchain itself and block it all up and clog it all up. I think that's, I'm right in saying that in layman's terms, because the reason I'm saying that, because some of the people on the call and my own personal family that I'm trying to gradually educate because ultimately, I'm going to be honest with all the viewers, my only priority in life is to ensure that my family, when I'm gone, have a great life and a great future. And the more I can, yeah, and the more that I can arm them with information and teach them about this new fandangled money, whatever, asset class, whatever you want to call it, then, you know, that's phenomenal. And in the process of that... 
If I educate or inspire anybody else that wants to log into my channel, that's fantastic. So, you know, it is it is about explaining to brand new noobs that are working class people that, you know, forgive me, don't have degrees, don't have MBAs, you know, that go to work in a, a secretarial job or something and they bring a paycheck home. It's, it's about trying to educate the masses of ordinary people that are open to it and I've got to stress that because most aren't that are open to it to help them to understand bit by bit what this all is and you know I, I, I just see lightning as something that works on top of bitcoin that can take the weight of all the millions of transactions that will ultimately take place and do it very cheaply without clogging up the main chain is that sort of summing it up for somebody brand new? What one hundred percent? It's essentially you, you're totally spot on. I mean, putting Lightning Network on top just removes the um, uh, capacity issues we would otherwise have. It, Lightning Network gives us unlimited capacity, so we could have everyone in the world using Bitcoin as their only money. Um, and with the cost of it being very, very cheap, where today a shop needs to pay the credit cards, you know, one to two percent or whatever it is of their entire turnover, not of their profit, but of their turnover yep. to the credit card companies where that they don't have to pay anything in the future. You pay, but you pay way less than a penny. Yeah. And, and I to think make the payment. Yeah. And. and I think most people don't know this. And actually, until I got into Bitcoin, I didn't know it. But somebody pointed it out and it seems so blatantly obvious to me. But they say you don't know what you don't know. And, you know, yeah, some somebody yeah. said when you make a transaction with your debit or credit card, it has to jump through five different hoops and clearing houses and God knows what before the transactions finally agreed and all of that costs money and somebody's got to pay for that because there are companies and and corporations involved so yeah. to be able to transact peer-to-peer -peer with bitcoin say on the lightning network and just you transact and it's cleared you know the way it's cleared on bitcoin obviously it's just an incredible incredible step forward for the fluidity the liquidity of bitcoin as money going forward i yeah. think that's just me talking as a an ordinary working class guy yeah absolutely um actually and i think uh, as you said it it, it um uh we, we should explain i things so they're as understandable as, as possible and i think it's worthwhile just spending one or two minutes on explaining why bitcoin is the best money the world has ever seen essentially if you if you go spend some time researching money you find out that at the end of the day, money is, um, it, it's like an Excel sheet or a ledger that is keeping track of who has what value in, in, in society or in the world or in your community or whatever. Yep. And, um, and then, you know, you've done some labor, so now you're given some, some value. And later you can exchange that at the grocery store to get your food for the family or whatever. So essentially money is nothing but um, a, a, a tangible or, or you know, um, uh, Excel sheet, a spreadsheet. Yep. There's other versions of spreadsheets than Excel. Yeah. Um, so uh, 
throughout history, we have always, whatever turned out to be the best spreadsheet available to mankind is what we have come to adopt as money. Yep. So whenever another better spreadsheet comes along, now this one is in colors and you can make formulas or whatever, you know, it, it, that's what we start using as a spreadsheet, as, as a money. Let me try and keep it um, simple. Yeah. So whenever a, a new better money comes along, we start using that. We started, you know, originally there was stones and stuff like that. Then it became rare seashells. Um, then it became gold six, seven hundred years ago in a, in a kingdom called Lydia, uh, which is in today's Western Turkey. Uh, and, and that, that you can argue still today is the, is, is money. Um, uh, it was money up definitely up until, um, it dollar was represented on, you know, um, on, on, put on top of, of, of gold. Um, now, money is uh, to find out, okay, why is seashells better than stones? Why is gold better than seashells? Why is Bitcoin better than gold? You got to look at and it, what is money? Now, as, as I said earlier in the beginning, for something even to be money and not just a currency, it has to be able to store value yep. and for, for that to be possible it has to have scarcity so that that's number one it definitely it, it should have scarcity otherwise you can't even discuss it as being a money it's just it, it's currency like you know pounds pennies dollars euros they're currencies they're not money because they're not storing value one example is US dollars that since it was introduced in in 1913 when the federal reserve was established has lost more than 96 percent of its purchasing power uh, so grief. it really doesn't store value most of the value by far is gone now what is the properties of money apart from it having having to be scarce well it has to be uh portable yep it has to be durable it has to be divisible and it has to be fungible. Fungible means that one unit should be as good as another unit. Yep. Uh, so, for instance, if you live in, um, in a, uh, you know, authoritarian regime or um, a, a, a dictatorship, uh, something like that, then no one, you know, the secret police can't see that your money, you know, can be traced back to the political op opposition. Therefore, they say they're going to say, "Oh, the money you used to pay <coughs> for the house um, is 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 from the opposition." Therefore, we invalidate uh, your purchase of the house. So, fungibility basically means that you know, one money is as good as another money, like unit of money. Yep. Now let's let's evaluate how Bitcoin is doing on those four parameters because this is extremely important. If you look at and 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 this is where Bitcoin in you know is doing a better job than gold and therefore will replace gold as a natural money. Um, when it comes to portability, there's a couple of issues with um, with with gold. Let's say you have a a, um, a company in UK or US somewhere else and you want to pay a factory in China for having produced a hundred thousand units 
paying them in gold is is clearly difficult. It's not instant. Um, it's uh, if it's a lot of money, you got to send it with their, you know, um, armor guards and etc. Yep. So yep. it's going to take time, and it's going to be an expensive transaction. Um, and also, let's say that you and I know a lot of people like this. Let's say you you you've lived in a in a regime that is not open. Uh, you want to sell assets and leave the country. Uh, you can't really do that with gold because the um, uh, metal detector will go off in the airport. Uh, they, they have limits like, you know, five thousand US dollars, ten thousand US dollars, or whatever. Yep. Now with Bitcoin, uh, the you know, the extent of the portability of Bitcoin is that you can, in your memory, carry an unlimited amount of value of Bitcoin. So you could walk through a brain wallet. I'm not saying you should do it because it's illegal, of course. Uh, but theoretically, you could walk through customs with a billion US dollars worth of Bitcoin just in your memory yeah brain wallet yeah a brain wallet by essentially remembering your private key um and and then without you know anyone having to know exactly what is a private key just know that it's possible yeah um uh, that you know, at the same time you can also instantly pay your you know um, uh, factory in in, in china uh, instantly within um, again unlimited amount of, of value so yeah yeah when it comes to portability Bitcoin has infinite value and it's important to understand that Bitcoin has infinite value because you can't do better than infinite no nope. so don't don't come and tell me that you're waiting for the next uh, crypto to come along and do better than Bitcoin because you can't do better than infinite and, nope. and let's just establish that Bitcoin already has um, the the strong network effect of a lot of people uh, owning it. Um, a lot of people work like the best, smartest brains in the world are the ones working on the Bitcoin protocol, improving it. Uh, also working on the Lightning Network, which is the you know that layer on top that's going to make it uh, yeah. easy to use day to day transactions. Now let's go on to the next one after portability, durability. Now, uh, durab you know, Bitcoin will not wear and tear, um, so the durability is is infinite uh, as well, um, and you can't beat again. You can't beat infinite. Yeah. Uh, then you have um, divisibility. Now each Bitcoin uh, has 100 million Satoshi units, uh, and technically, we can later, if we need to, also further subdivide Satoshi's infinitely. So one Bitcoin essentially is infinite divisible. Yeah. And. and <clears throat> I can only repeat myself yet, you know, you can't beat infinite. Yep, get that. Um, and then it comes to uh, fungibility or privacy. Uh, we are not there right now, but if, like for, for layman, but if you know what you're doing, you can actually get very good privacy right now. But 
that take technique that will give uh, you know the normal guy in the street full privacy without him knowing that he's got full privacy yep. is going to be there in Bitcoin within one, one and a half, two years. Lightning Network is going to help on that. So all these applications like, you know, mobile wallet, etc., that we're going to use um, for, for Bitcoin is going to have it built in. So <coughs> you don't even have to think about it. So again, we're not there right now, but you, we only have to look out, you know, you know, a, a double digit amount of months, maybe one or two years, and then you will have all the privacy you need, essentially infinite privacy. Again, you can't beat infinite uh, privacy. So there's not room for another copycat. Um, essentially, it won't succeed. Um, but then also the thing about Bitcoin, because it is digital and it's decentralized it actually creates a couple of further uh, advantages that um, we haven't seen with money before uh, and that is um, uh, it is um, unconfiscatable uh, be because uh, you know gold you can only hide to a certain extent but at the end of the day we do have metal detectors if you even if you dig down you know 20 meters or yards or whatever whatever metric system you use or system you use for measurement um, <clears throat> at the end of the day gold can be found yeah um, yeah and um, and then also um, it, it is and, and that is very important it's permissionless so when you want to transfer value to someone and this is because it's decentralized and digital that that that's the reason that this is um uh possible um because it's permissionless then even the most powerful in my opinion organization in the world which is the united states government with you know that has you know an immense police force um military I mean, you can't really, you know, I think the next seven countries in the world has the same military budget as, you know, as U.S. if you combine them. Yep, um, yep. Still, U.S. could not stop uh, WikiLeaks from receiving funds through Bitcoin back in, uh, was it 2010 or 2011? I can't remember. Mm. But it, 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 it uh, so it, it becomes sovereign money where no state no government um uh no um secret service can surveil or stop you uh and and then you can say yeah but then it can be used for bad things uh well you, you can't beat the um, the bad things that us dollars has been used for um hsbc i believe was um convicted of laundering 700 billion dollars worth of uh drug money from some cartel yep um, <coughs> south of uh us and that one deal of money laundry in us dollars is worth what five times the entire value of all bitcoins in the world today so don't tell me that bitcoin is an issue um and also when it comes to uh, Bitcoin enabling uh, terrorism, and that's why we got to stop it. Uh, then, well, first of all, it can't be stopped. Um, thanks God. Uh, but 
if you look at the biggest terror event in history, 9-11, unless it was the red flag, which some people claim, I don't have the capacity to know whether that, you know, if it's one or the other, but uh, that happened in 2001, uh, one. where you did not have Bitcoin yet, uh, far from, that was all, you know, up, you know, funded by normal fiat currency. So don't think that those problems of drugs and terrorism are gonna go away by sticking to fiat. Okay? No, no. So it, it's a matter of having um, having a better money. All of those things, by the way, are propaganda being set by the people whose power and, um, and uh, profit is being uh, threatened by Bitcoin. That's all it is. Like, open your eyes and understand who is who is being negative on Bitcoin. It's the people who stand to lose something. Bitcoin, in my opinion, because it has a a a, a cap, it's limited to that twenty one million units ever, um, which means it will be deflationary instead of inflationary. Yeah. Deflationary means that it will grow in value. It will be much better for the man on the street because it means that the poor person, the, the average Joe, lower middle class, middle middle class, upper middle class, whatever, whatever money you have in your pocket or, or you know, Bitcoin you're holding, it increases in value every day instead of decreases in value every day if it was fiat currency. And, and this is so, so important, and I think a big explanation to why um, uh, it, it's not going great for the average person in the world. But, but, but with Bitcoin taking over as, as I see it, um, then, uh, the, you know, 99%, 99.9% .9 of the world's population stand to gain a lot, and it, even if you're just on a low income, uh, if you can keep your cost of living a little bit less than what you make, and that little bit you can put aside every month, you know, it grows in value over time, you will actually be able to reach retirement and not have to work in your retirement. I, I was going to say, Anders, um, everything you've pretty well described there, I mean, I didn't know any of this stuff, but, you know, it sort of um, became clear when I, well, I won't say I read, I listened to the Bitcoin Standard, you know, and I know there are other Bitcoin books out there. And, you know, if you really have an interest in this, you know, I would encourage anyone to, you know, delve in and read i mean i'm a listener so i on i got my bitcoin standard on audible as an audiobook and and i listened to it and it just really really opened my eyes to you know what money is you know shells and rocks and cattle and 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 i didn't know any of this you know i didn't know that the the first war in 2014 no, no uh, sorry 1914 1918 war you know most of that was driven by greed and money you know, I, I because I wasn't very academic at school and therefore I didn't learn all this stuff. So for me, when I got into Bitcoin, that um, 
And that Bitcoin Standard book really, really was a monstrous eye-opener for me. And I'm sure anyone watching this, if you haven't already, read the Bitcoin Standard by Safadine or Safadina Moose. And if it, if it does for you what it did for me, it'll absolutely blow your mind. It really will. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out, if I may. Where's he gone? Um, I think I've just lost him in the chat. But there's a gentleman that started following me on the channel from Germany. And, and I want to get his name right. Mr. Cope. Copernicious, I think that is. Uh, welcome to the show. It is great to have you with us. Thank you very much for the support. Um, okay, brilliant. Um, Anders, let's just switch tact for a moment. Um, so I want to ask you a question. So do you see Bitcoin becoming the future of money then? Do you see it running uh, side by side maybe with fiat? Do you see it replacing fiat? You know, okay, none of this is financial advice for many of us, but what do you see happening in your personal opinion? Yeah, it's it's in my Twitter handle. Um, <laughs> uh, I I um, I have personally no doubt in my mind, and as you say, definitely not financial advice, and do not bet the farm or you know uh, anything meaningful on it. But um, I, I definitely see that uh, Bitcoin will take over as uh, money. Of the world and the only money um, if if you look at the um, and it, it, it's always been like that with money um, Gresham there was an economist in UK actually uh, named Gresham and he has uh, Gresham's or developed Gresham's uh, law yeah which states that uh, you know if you have several money in your uh, in your pocket you will always spend the one that you have least faith in for future value first. I, I may not be using the correct words, but the, the, the idea is the, you yep. Know, yep. Is the same. Uh, so it, it, let's say you have uh, three different uh, types of money. Um, you will use the one first that you consider to be least likely to be, you know, that, you know, safe haven and, you know, have great value in the future. So, all, um, you know, always we get rid of those first, which essentially um, flows the supply of the less attractive money on the market, which yep. drives the price of that down because people want to get rid of it. Yeah. You know, even yep. the shop receiving it is like, yeah, okay, I, I accepted it, but. I'm going to go out and switch that silver to gold because that that's the proper store value. Yeah. Yep. It doesn't change color, for instance, yep. like silver dust. You got to clean it or whatever. Um, um, and, um, and, and, and that's why this is something that, that, you know, continues to happen until you have only one money until the world has only one money. And, um, People a little bit confused Gresham's law because they listen to that first part and it says that um, that you're spending this uh, money that you don't really believe in and that that's what's being used. But it's only being used until you know it's being totally dumped and goes to near zero value or very low value. Yep. Um, and and then it will be the proper um, money that is. Uh, uh, retaining yep. total 
money value. Now, as I said before, fiat currency is, is not money, it's just currency. So let's go and look at what was it like before Bitcoin was introduced in 2009. Um, if you look at that, um, the, the total value of all gold in the world uh, is about 100 to 300 times higher than the total value of all silver in the world. Yeah. So if we look at that scenario, because I do understand that we both had silver coins and we had gold coins, if you look at, at that scenario, we are looking at a scenario where gold had, you know, 99, maybe 99 and a half percent or even more value of all money value. So you could say, yeah, sure, silver had a little bit of value, but at the end of the day, it is a winner takes all game. And that's what's important to understand. Yep. And for the same reason, you know, you, you got to think outside the box and don't think that because we have fiat currency now, we'll have fiat currency forever. It's, it, that, that is the same as saying, well, be, because we use uh, horses to uh, get around, um, you know, as our main transport uh, 110 years ago, it, it's, you know, that's still going to be like 30% of all transport in the future. No. It doesn't work like that. It, this is a you know a new um, paradigm has opened up, um, or, or you can say a new technology has opened up. <laughs> yeah. That even though, despite right now, it has a quarter percent of all monetary value in the world, it's just so much superior for the reasons I explained before that it has infinite portability, infinite durability, divisibility. Uh, privacy and you know uh, unconfiscatable and, and, and permissionless it, it, it is by far like, you can't make better money than Bitcoin you just you can't uh, we might need to improve the apps a little bit you, you know but we, th that will get there yeah um, and uh, and it'll get there soon by the way um, it's going very very fast that development so it's not like we're gonna end up oh you know, fiat currency plays a big role in my life right now. So I'm sure it's going to be 25% in the future as well. No, I don't think so. I, I really don't think so. Because nobody will want to get something that, that they feel is um, essentially worthless. Yeah. Being printed one more every day. Yep. And if you have a choice to take a, a, a job, that pays you either fiat currency or Bitcoin. Now we're going, you know, a few years from now, maybe. Yeah. You would you would choose Bitcoin because you're like that's real money. Like the the other job, if that if they're relying on on fiat, <clears throat> and we all know which direction fiat is going. Uh, I mean, just look at the price chart of, of Bitcoin. Uh, it when when the price of Bitcoin goes up, it really means that the price of fiat goes down yep. to Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, and 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 that's why this is the direction it's going. Uh, Bitcoin will, will replace all money uh, and at least have more than 99 percent of, of total monetary value. In, uh, I have no doubt. Uh, and also will replace gold because it's a better store of value than gold. So I heard I heard um, you on Adam's show. You, yeah. you were talking about hyper Bitcoin, Bitcoinization, hyper Bitcoin. Yeah. What is that? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's uh, like a funny term, hyper Bitcoinization. It, 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 essentially, it's you know, um, I guess 
uh, it, it's a term you can use for that, you know, when you reach that tipping point where enough people become aware which direction this is going. Yeah. We're nowhere near that yet, but we are, it, it, it is spreading like rings in water. You know, yeah. you found out and now you're, you know, a, a friend of yours called you and now you're running a YouTube show. Yeah. Um, so it is spreading like rings in the water. So it's a matter of time uh, before enough people are realizing the direction that this is going. Enough people realize that Bitcoin is actual money and infinite good money. Yep. While uh, fiat currency, not even is money, um, which I thought it was until three years ago, <laughs> because that's what they taught me in school. Yep. Um, yep. And um, uh, and uh, when that like mass awareness starts to happen, and you can see when it becomes even when you know media starts to become aware that uh, inflation is going up in fiat because Bitcoin actually is taking a sizable chunk of the overall uh, money market, um, and um, uh, then then um, I, th I lost my train of thought. <laughs> but yeah, when, when, when the media when the media gets um, becomes aware that wow now a lot of people are seeing where this is heading and and they seeing you know you see pictures of a line of people at the atm and like 70 percent of them are saying i'm getting out money so i can buy bitcoin at the bitcoin atm right over there and and when that starts to spread out you start getting that in my opinion that like bank run mentality where nobody wants to be the last person FOMO. leaving the FOMO. fiat party yeah yep. You get FOMO, fear of missing out of Bitcoin. Um, so uh, that that becomes a, an accelerating. Um, uh, it, it'll start happening at an accelerated uh, pace, and it becomes unstoppable. But please don't mis mistake that for um, th this. You know, we've had that FOMO several times before in Bitcoin where the price just keeps going up. And then a lot of people think, OK, this is the time that Bitcoin goes to heaven. Right. Um, and then uh, then uh, what happens is enough of enough people who are holding Bitcoin say, you know what, um, I'm going to pay my mortgage off now because this is just like it's gone up so much. Uh, so and and so you start getting a bigger supply of Bitcoin in the market, and it turns out that all the buyers that you had in the market, um, uh, you know, the friends of friends, whatever that have told, like you kind of um, uh, used up the potential of you know friends and family buying into it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so um, so it just it you know that 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 FOMO peak goes the other way and then people starts to panic sell because they just bought something for 18,000 and now it's 12,000 and they go oh this 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 can go to zero I, I better sell it at 12,000 even though I paid 18 and so the and that's another thing I think is very important is is to understand that the Bitcoin market so far and this is normal from pretty much all markets it's it swings like a pendula that it, it runs out of sellers, it runs out of buyers, yeah. and that's how the price, you know, 
goes into bull market, which means price goes up. It goes into bear market, which means price going down. Um, but it can't and- continue just to go up, up, up. But, you know, it, uh, my, my, my take on it and what I try to explain on my shows is to simplify it. It's almost like it's going to jump 10 steps up and go back six but it's four further forward. Then it will take another 10 and come back six, but it's eight forward. So it's like, you know, it just, if it goes parabolic and and I got this towards the end of 2017, I started to pick up that something cannot just go parabolic at this stage and continue. It just will overprice itself and it has to correct, but it will correct at a higher low than the previous high. Like always. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And I, I also think that the having bull cycle, which has started now, again, that is not financial advice. Yep. Um, as tempting as it might be. Um, but that, that, that is not going to reach, a, you know, get us high enough to go um, um, into hyper Bitcoinization where the entire globe is aware is well aware of bitcoin and 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 understands that this is the money of the future and i'm getting out of fiat Mm. let me go into bitcoin we are not there yet i think but but then again let's not underestimate um how far bitcoin has gone let's say in uh, the last seven years yeah you go seven years back to 2012 how many people knew about Bitcoin in 2012 compared to now? Like now it's on mainstream media. Yep. Like yep. daily. Yep. Now if you look at the, the growth of media attention and like average person awareness, I consider myself an average person, so it's I'm not, you know. Um, and um, if if you say, you know, that factor of growth of awareness, if you add that on top of to where we are now. I think that the next having is is a likely candidate for being that uh, parabolic growth that is going to take us up to such a level where it's really going to be a big, big, big issue for uh, central banks and governments and, and people start seeing to such an extent the value of their savings go towards zero that they they will realize that look I, I gotta move this into real money, and they start to learn that fiat is not real money. Yeah, I think and, you've got you've got to hit a tipping point, haven't you? Everything that is not mainstream that eventually does become mainstream hits a tipping point. It it just yeah. tips over, and then there's more pro than there is against, and then the whole thing goes, and that will that will be Bitcoin as well. Uh, I'm just. I'm not so sure, uh, and maybe right. maybe I'm just being conservative. I, I'm I'm not so sure it will go as fast as we all think it's going to go. Even though, of course, with my age, I would love it to. You know, where do you? I mean, obviously, we're we're heading towards the hour mark, so let's pull this together. So let's 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 just you know, without any financial advice, what do you personally think that the Bitcoin landscape? against fear and the price is going to be in say 10 years that's a long time sure sure so um let's take it short term and long term yeah Uh, if you if if anyone goes to my twitter profile they'll they'll start to understand my like my reasoning also um and and arguments for this but i i I, 
and and this these market these uh, bull and bear cycles that we have in the price. I see the the current bull market, which uh, started back in January, um, uh, we bottomed in December. I expect the Bitcoin price to end up between 100 and 340,000 as the next top, which would happen uh, latest in 2021 by end of 2021. That That's what I think is likely. If you look at the history and if you look at um, uh, uh, the, 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 the stock to flow, which basically, you know, essentially when the when they when the inflation, yeah, uh, which is something you know everyone can relate to, when the inflation of Bitcoin, which means new Bitcoin coming to the market compared to how much Bitcoin already is there, that is something that is diminishing. Yep. Then the, that's the inflation that that will May next year go below any other money we have ever seen before on Earth. So. Uh, gold, I believe, has a, an inflation about two percent because you know new <clears throat> gold reserves are mined and, and are brought to market. Um, so uh, that that is, a, I think, a, a very very critical. Uh, it's not just a normal having; it's it's a very critical having of the mining reward, which yep. again is inflate inflation having. Yep. Um, and. Uh, I, I think that's why it's it's realistic to see it at, at least reaching a hundred thousand, and then my argumentation is that you know that's going to go through a bull run. I I think personally that uh, people are going to get burned. It it will uh, drop down again. It's not going to drop down to where we are now, in my opinion, but it might go as low as you know forty thousand, thirty thousand, fifty thousand. I you think know, that's where uh, the strong hands need to come in. You know, if you think you've got yeah. a strong hand now and it goes from 13.8 down to, you know, 10, you know, imagine that being 100K and that pulls back to, say, 40K. I mean, that's then having a very strong hand, isn't it? Yeah. You know, because like, there's a where, lot that's more. Where it's important for, you know, for people to educate themselves and, and look historically and see, you know what? Uh, Bitcoin has done 85% loss of value several times what happens after that it, it goes 100x yeah you know yeah. so 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 what i'm saying with 100x is it you know it goes up and and makes a new uh, all-time high that is significantly higher than the high point that you just came down from yeah but my point of view and the reason why i think that 10 years from now bitcoin essentially will have taken over as all money of the world is that that next having that is coming in in uh, 2024 yeah and the following bull market in 25 and 26 uh is it, it will take bitcoin to a price level where it will create so much media attention it will it will actually in my opinion create um a real problem for fiat like right now as I mentioned, Bitcoin is only like a quarter of a percent of the entire monetary value in the world. So when Bitcoin goes up, it doesn't really change the cost of a tomato in the supermarket. Yep. But but when Bitcoin uh, hits, let's say, um, what was the my calculation? Um, well, well, when Bitcoin hits, you know, 
four five percent of of all monetary value and and that when it grabs that of of monetary uh, value out of it takes it away from fiat so four five percent of fiat's value is sucked into bitcoin which is which is when bitcoin has replaced gold which is yep a yep. bitcoin price of around half a million dollars per bitcoin yep um that's gonna leave that that four or five percent loss of value monetary value um in um uh, uh in fiat is gonna show up in the inflation where you use fiat and when 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 that inflation is going to start showing up and it's going to be caused by bitcoin i don't think i'll be the only one talking about it i think that will be on tv <laughs> that inflation now is being caused by the amount of people moving from uh the, you know the, the 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 joke of fiat into real money then that work that will start that will be the tipping point. That will be the, the um, uh, word of mouth. That will be the uh, people are telling e each other. That will be hyper-Bitcoinization. That will be the time that people say, you know what? Uh, I don't like the, the one, you know, let's say you have uh, 10,000 pounds in savings right now. That's, that's when you're going to say, you know what? I don't want to stand here five years from now and my 10,000 pounds being worth zero, why don't I move it over to Bitcoin now or half of it or whatever you believe? And um, because it's going to be so obvious that that's the direction it's going. And and that will trigger, uh, you know, the bank run, which will be a Bitcoin run, yeah. you know, yeah. on the positive side. You can't have them competing at, at when Bitcoin is, is is very, very valuable. You, do, you won't see 50-50 like Fiat and, and Bitcoin because it's going to be, by that time, Bitcoin will have done so much damage to the value of fiat that that is going to be so obvious to everyone that uh, they're being taken for a ride by the by the government and central banks that um, that that uh, that this mass exodus exodus from fiat into Bitcoin will happen, and and therefore, in my opinion, the value of Bitcoin um, and uh, let me get to the. Um, how we calculate that or, or, or is so right now if you look at all monetary value of fiat currencies and include gold it's about a hundred trillion US dollars yeah um, so I would say all that value goes into Bitcoin and and then at the same time because now finally you have a money that can store value which you don't have right now so right now a lot of people are storing value, hedging against the money printing, etc. By you know sometimes buying stocks because you, you know it's the it's a safe bet. It, like it's a it's a hedge. Yeah. Uh, buying real estate because that's a way to store value. So a lot of that store value in real estate, in stocks and other things, and you know uh, is gonna bonds maybe uh, that's gonna move over to Bitcoin because you're gonna have something that's gonna go up in value. So. In today's money terms, it's not going to reach a hundred trillion. It's going to reach maybe three, four, five hundred trillion U.S. dollars. Ugh. Divide that by um, the the seventeen uh, million bitcoins uh, available. Yes, ever going to be twenty-one? That's the the, the the maximum minus the three million, four no. million that lost. Has been lost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you'll reach up with. I mean, 
do the maths, it's um, uh, 500 trillion US dollars divided by 17 million. I, I think you end up with, you know, one Bitcoin being worth, uh, uh, you shouldn't do calculation in your head and your uh, life, so I won't. But let me just throw out, it's something like, I don't know, 50 million US dollars in today's money terms, something like that, you know, plus minus, you don't know how much is going to go anyway from real estate to, to, to Bitcoin. Um, in today's value and I think that will be the case um, 10 years from now let me just say one last thing I know we've hit the one hour mark um, <coughs> because it's important the reason that Bitcoin will increase in value and not decrease is apart from being fixed in supply then the production of goods and services in society and nations across the world is increasing yeah so if the monetary you know the monetary supply is the same but you know, because of technological advance, 10 years from now, we're producing twice the amount of cars than we're doing now uh, for, the, for the same input, then um, your money is able to buy more. So it, 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 it basically means if there's more value available, the money is the same, your money will be worth more. Because the money system, which is the Excel sheet that is used to track value, and, and, you know, let people buy value, exchange stored value for goods and services will make this happen. Stop there a moment. Um, Casso has just said the biggest dollar value in the world are the derivatives, about a quadrillion dollars. Uh, not knowing anything about all this sort of stuff, does that uh, add fuel to your argument? Is that what was number a trillion? Uh, well, he's uh, Casso saying the, the derivatives are about a quadrillion dollars. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's a, a thousand trillion. Um, that, that's true. That's that's the biggest market at all. Um, and um, well, the, the question is if uh, you know how much of that is definitely some of that is, is going to go to Bitcoin. The question is how much. It's a great point. The question is how much of it is is used as store value. So if you're buying options today, if you're buying futures uh, or whatever of, of derivatives. Uh, is that as a store value or is it as, as speculation? Um, so I don't know how much of that will go into Bitcoin, but some of it will for sure. Because if you have in the future money that if it just sits there on your, you know, however you store it and, and, and gains value, maybe you won't be so tempted to go play financial markets. I'm going to bring something into the chat. I don't know if it will let me do this. Zach's just said something. And I don't think it's going to let me do it. But Zach just said, I don't know if this is tongue in cheek or whether it is a genuine question at you. But he's saying, but if money isn't inflationary, how would we be kept as wage slaves for our masters? <laughs> exactly. That's that's why it uh, Bitcoin, uh, as I see it, will help set us free of uh, our slavedom and uh you know, each will become his own master. Um, and uh, that independence, I mean, I see financial independence uh, just like, uh, you know, you getting out of your uh, slavedom uh, job. Uh, you may, you know, some people may love that jobs and they, you know, it's, and they're happy with it, but um, um, uh, I, I very much agree to the, uh, the general, 
So, so here's 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 what I want to say. Uh, talk to the real newbies out there. Do you feel right now that there is an opportunity for anyone today, starting today, to start to dollar cost average into Bitcoin, whatever they can afford, and do it regularly, and they could very well be in a position in, say, 10 years, where technically they could have enough money to look after themselves for the rest of their lives? Uh, yeah, 100%. Again, this is not financial advice. I yeah, need to say yeah, that again. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> I've, I've just I, put I, it up I, on I the wrote... screen there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, that's awesome. Uh, it, it, actually, I tweeted that, I believe it was yesterday or the day before, that since, in my opinion, 10 years from now, a, a Bitcoin will have a, a value which is similar to uh, 50 million US dollars, dollars will disappear by that. Fiat will disappear by that by time. But, you know, equivalent to the value of 50 million US dollars today, all you need is 10% of one Bitcoin and you're financially independent. That's, I mean, anyone who has $5 million is financially independent. Um, as, as certainly, if you cannot adjust your lifestyle to be financially independent for $5 million, you got a, you got a problem. You know, so so right, right now then, we're looking at somebody, if they amass, say, $1,000 and have got a tenth of a Bitcoin and they just hold that, they're in a very good position in a decade. I mean, let's not make financial yeah. advice. You know, let, let's not create financial advice. But the point is, what you're saying is absolutely anyone could create complete financial security, move away from having a J-O-B for life, which I call a, a just over broke mentality, and they could have an incredible life on their Bitcoin um, growth if they're just smart enough right now to get in and do something. Yes, the answer. The, the answer is yes, and um, and uh, I, I, I would definitely cons like my personal opinion. I would probably throw in that uh, one thousand and fifty dollars up front to get that ten percent of one. Uh, not that I'm recommending other people, sh you know, doing it. It really depends on how much money you have available because it can go to zero. Yep. Uh, at, at least theoretically. Yep. Not that I believe it will do, but it can. Yep, same as um, me. And and, um, um, and then if 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 you uh, going forward uh, are able to say, you know what, I'm gonna not go buy cafelatas at the cafes, like like during the next twelve months, I'm gonna save that much. I'm gonna stop smoking. I'm gonna save that much. I'm gonna you know instead of uh, going to cafes and buying my meals. I'll make us sandwiches from home and bring it. And then all in all, you find out, you know what? I can put in, you know, you're in UK now. So let's say a hundred pound a month further, apart from what I put in initially, I can dollar cost average into Bitcoin. I think personally that in 10 years, you will not regret it. I think you'll be very, very happy. And I think you will have bought your own freedom. People, we've gone long on this show, but I'm hoping that it's got you fizzing inside like it has me. No financial advice here, but when have you, whoever you are watching this now or in the future, when have you ever had an opportunity like this to be part of the way the, the, the world is going to completely change how we view money, what money is, etc. My advice, 
Get down that rabbit hole. Get Saifedina Moose's book and read it. List, study it. Read it again and start to understand it. And it start, you know, even for someone like me, it started to make sense as to why everything that Anders has just said on this show, I'm absolutely convinced. And he just said it. You know, it could go the other way. It could go to zero. You know, we have to say that. Is it going to go to zero in my heart of hearts? No, not in a million. You know, you heard Anders saying it earlier you know media are talking about Donald Trump's talking about it tweeting it about Bitcoin I mean it doesn't matter if what he said is negative the fact is people are talking about it and when they understand what Anders has covered in this last hour or so watch what happens when the banks and the institutions and countries start to want to pile into Bitcoin and they realize there is not enough to go around um, and as I'm going to pull it together there's a few questions I didn't cover with you but I'm I'm mindful of time so please um, is there anything you want to add in terms of where people can find you or anything you think's really important before I end the show um, we, we already spent so much time there I'll, I'll do that as short as possible um, if anyone uh, are interested in hearing more um, I, I would recommend uh, following my um, my Twitter account, which is uh, at uh, a n d e r s underscore. Uh, that's where you know whenever I get a thought, I, I, I shoot it out there, um, and um, and many times that you know this is what part of what you know develops your own way of or thinking. Um, so if I even if I did something on YouTube or if I'm doing this interview with you, I I, I tweet it out there. So you know. If there's ever anything, it'll, it'll be visible on the Twitter. Fantastic. Well, um, and as I've got to say, a massive thank you for coming on. Um, to be honest, you know, um, since I've been in this space, the amount of people I'm connecting with and starting to call friends, I didn't know, forgive me, you existed until I saw you on Adam Meister's show. And I was... But I was so struck by what you were saying, and I need to be inspired. We all need somebody to inspire us. And what you said inspired me in terms of, you know, my personal belief in where I believe Bitcoin is going. I mean, I've got a very, very strong Bitcoin hand, and you will not get it from me. But it's always nice to hear someone like you that is raving about it, where it's going to go, etc. So I've got to say a massive, massive thank you for being on the show. Um, your Twitter feed is in the notes, ready to be uploaded to the video as soon as I'm off. In fact, I'm going to go and eat a bit of food, actually, because it's getting late here in the UK. And then I'll put the notes and it'll have Anders Twitter feed in there. So, you know, really, it's a heartfelt thanks from me for coming on the show. Um, people, as always, um, you know my advice. It is buy some Bitcoin, get it off an exchange onto a Trezor and then do nothing. Get on with your life, enjoy your life, go to work, enjoy your family, go on holiday and do not keep watching the Bitcoin price because you will go stir crazy seriously um yeah. that is the end of the show the normal promos are please if you enjoyed this content share it out on social media follow me on twitter uh, bitbacker.io steam it at uk bitcoin master um at the end of the show these little squares will pop up somewhere um where they will link to all the videos i've ever done um 
That is it, guys. That is the end of the show. I will catch you all on, where are we, Monday for my regular uh, Bitcoin show. Anders, once again, thank you for being on the show with me. I thoroughly enjoyed what you had to say. And I know before we go, there's loads and loads more you could have said. Am I right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just definitely want to say thank you so much for having me. That's the most important thing to say. And um, and any any time uh, you would want to have me on again, uh, it will be my pleasure. Um, and uh, I just uh, I really appreciate your positive being. Um, it's a great uh, pleasure to uh, to speak to you, uh, well, Brian. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. And I tell you now, I will be getting you back on the show. That is it, people. I'm out of here. Thanks, Anders. I will catch you all on Monday. This is Brian, the UK Bitcoin Master, signing off. Adios. We're out of here. <laughs>